Welcome to Judge Me Not, a safe place to have real conversations with real-ass people. Welcome to the Judge Me Not podcast. I am your pretty cool host, if I should say so myself, NBD. And welcome. Let's do a self-check-in. How are you? How's your week? How are you currently in this state of mind? Y'all know my opinion is if y'all listen to a motherfucking podcast and that means your cell phone is paid, your Wi-Fi is paid, and you in the right sound of mind to really just want to listen to somebody else talk. So to me, you blessed. But you know, if you choose to just stress and be unhappy when you already blessed, um, do you. But I pre- But look, you know I go to therapy. I'm an avid of mental health. So, you know, if you've been thinking about it, hey. Go ahead and do it. It's always good to have an unbiased opinion. Um, or to just be told some shit that you already knew, but just to be told from somebody else is actually the fire that some of us need underneath our ass to make some changes for the better. But go to therapy and I'm super stressed and I'm telling her, God, I'm so fucking stressed. Like I do good and then some shit pops off and it's just like overwhelming. It's like I'll have periods that I realize how much shit I really have on my plate. That one wrong move and I trip (laughs) and a bitch fall, my plate is going to spill. There is no other set of hands that's helping me carry this load. There is no one else who's removing the load off my plate. It is just me. And um, there's a lot of people who understand that concept. Believe it or not, to you lucky motherfuckers out there, no hate. I'm super glad that you guys are blessed. But believe it or not, there are some people who do not have the luxury of a safety net. They do not have the luxury of a, I'm always one phone call away, fuck with the kid. Right? Like they don't have that backbone, that sense of comfort that if I go out in life, and I fuck up because we all fuck up. I'm going to have this safety net to make sure I don't have to hit rock bottom. If I get behind on a bill, hey, can you look out for me? No questions asked. Boom, they got it. Someone to invest in you, your being of a human being. So as a human being, you have experiences. Not all the fucking experiences are good. Um... But when you go through a bad experience and you have a great support system, it makes it a little bit fucking less shitty. I mean, it just is what it is. So to you people, you're so blessed. Um, If you find yourself getting frustrated because someone didn't do something for you um, or something, someone didn't buy something for you, (laughs) something that they're not obligated to do, but they usually do, you motherfucking blessed. And don't take that shit for granted because people expire. And once that person expires and you reach a point in your life that you understand how it feels to no longer have that safety net. And you understand what people were talking about, that they never got to experience that luxury. That's going to happen. You don't want to not give appreciation where it's due. So if you have someone in your life 
that they really fuck with you, whether it's a parent, a sibling, an ex-spouse, or a colleague, whomever it may be in your life. If you got somebody that you know, you can fucking call on them. Whether you're having a bad day, whether you need a bill paid, whether it's just whatever, you're blessed. And you should probably thank those people. Because that's a blessing. But for the people who have the loner mentality, they're solo, you know what I'm saying? Um, I personally can only speak for myself and what I've learned in therapy and just a long period of conversation with other people that can also relate about having the loner mentality. Um, Most people who move through life on their own were exposed prematurely very early on in life to disappointment. And how do you get exposed to disappointment at a very early age? Obviously within your household. So that means there was either one parent or maybe both parents that for whatever reason could not be that first example of a safety net. They could not be that first example of a reliable person. Right. Your parents are supposed to be reliable. Your parents are supposed to be the child's safety net. Your parents are supposed to be the fucking fact check of life. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. You find yourself in a situation and you're not sure what to do. You are supposed to be able to contact your parent. There are some people who did not have that luxury. Maybe their parents were teenage parents also. Still learning life, still developing as a human being themselves, mentally, spiritually, financially. They just procreated earlier than maybe they should have. So now they're trying to navigate life without their own fucking support system and they have a child. So they can only give you what they can. Maybe it's drug addiction. Maybe it's alcoholism. Maybe they are just busting ass and they were always away at work. Now, although they were able to provide for you, they just weren't there. So the comfortability and the close-knit relationship was never established because you didn't have that really one-on-one time. Either way, you experienced a continuance of disappointment at a very early age. So that usually becomes from a lack of a strong parental support system and or as I said they could be present and just not present enough to establish a comfortable relationship so you ask them for something and you don't receive it and it might not be just monetary things a toy or something like that or maybe it's just you remember going in to give affection and it wasn't received in the manner that a parent should receive it Or maybe you tried to have an honest conversation about how you were feeling and you were basically shut down for having any type of feelings, whether it was anger, concern, depression, certain black holes, black holes, I meant households, certain households, uh, black people, because I'm black, so I can speak for the black people, but it's other minorities also. You just do what you're supposed to do because you're a fucking child. It's do as I say, not as I do. So although I did something wrong, or maybe I did speak a little harsh to you, or maybe I did beat the fuck out of you. (laughs) And you want to express how you feel, 
you don't have that privilege in certain households. You shut the fuck up before I give you something to cry about. Oh, you think you grown. And so early on, you learn to shut down. You, you stop asking questions. You stop trying to give input on how you feel under certain situations. You stop asking for things, even if it's shit that you know you need. School supplies, new shoes, money to go on a fucking field trip. Because you know it's going to be met with an attitude, a toxic conversation that a child shouldn't be involved in, or... The person just wasn't there mentally, physically, whatever it may be. So these people with a loner mentality were exposed to um, disappointment early on. Usually it starts from a poor parental support system. So you get, let's say, junior high. You didn't have from... Three, I say age three, these kids are starting to comprehend. So you have from three to now 14 of an expectation of disappointment within your household. And we already know like the bullshit you go through um, in high school. So for sure in junior high, you know, you didn't have friends and no longer friends. You didn't have relationships, no longer relationships. You didn't seen shit fold out within your family. Like you didn't seen just a variety of fucking disappointment by now. So you at this point, I would say maybe junior high are already hardened to life. Not willingly, but if you weren't able to freely emotionally, freely communicate your emotions or you didn't have this positive support system within your household during adolescence you're not communicating how you feel sad mad angry excited if you don't have that outlet then you're hoarding your emotions from three to 14 already you just hit puberty and you have already had years of experience of suppressing your emotions. So you don't even know how to communicate <laughs> or articulate how you feel because you have not had that privilege of having that outlet to do so. You already know to expect people not to follow through because unfortunately you did not have that strong parental support. So you're already hardened on life. You already know what disappointment is. You already know what the struggle is nine times out of fucking ten. You may have already had to make some choices that a child shouldn't have to make. But because you were forced to grow up just a tad bit sooner than people who have a positive parental support. Who are naive and really haven't experienced disappointment yet. So... We in junior high. We already hardened. We already know it's fuck it. Can't count on nobody at this point but motherfucking self. Your parents are probably doing whatever they were doing, you know, years ago. So that leaves you completely frustrated. <laughs> so true, be told. Like, why am I here if you're not really gonna support me like a parent should? But yet I have all these rules and regulations that I just am expected to abide by. Okay. Well, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs>
<laughs> so most people with the loner mentality have been on their own from a very, very young age. Mentally, before they actually left the house. So they really don't feel a need to maintain within that household. So they move out. You ever have a conversation with someone and, and you know, you get to talking to them and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I moved out when I was like 15. Yeah, I moved out when I was like 13. Yeah, I moved out maybe when I was like 17. Especially if you a fucking parent. I got a 14 year old now. Move out where? Where are you going? How are you going? Not happening. But there are some kids that do not have that strong sense of parental supervision or support that can make those life decisions at a very early age. So where does it leave you? That leaves you mentally undeveloped. Now you're more mature than kids your age because you didn't experience some disappointment and some situations that they probably haven't experienced. So you've had to learn or get hip to some shit. But re- scientifically, you still immature than a motherfucker, right? Spiritually, you're not even fucking developed, so, but you're in the world. You're in the world amongst people. And as we know, at this point in life, people are very interesting and they're all dealing with their own shit and they all create their own demons and feed them with whatever type of food it may be, <laughs> People can be fucked up. People, there are certain people that prey on green individuals. That prey on young and the people, young people that are trying to maneuver through life. They're groomers. It may not be sexually grooming you. It may be a 25-year-old person that want to be your friend at 16 because you act grown. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Again, I'm a 14 year old. Ain't no fucking way I'm gonna be like, yeah, you can go hang out with a 25 year old for what? Y'all don't have shit in common, my guy. You should have experienced shit that my son has. Nothing. So you should not want to be friends with a kid. What right adult in their right fucking mind wants to sit around with a kid to talk about what? And if that is the case, then motherfucker, you got some growing up to do. Maybe you need to really look at yourself and say, where am I in life that I can relate to a motherfucker that's still in grade school or a freshman and I should be a sophomore in college? No, it just don't sit right. But you, you're grooming them because they're impressionable. And whatever fucked up habits you're doing in your adulthood that other motherfuckers really not going to support, you find comfort in being around a, a young, impressionable motherfucker that's green to the world. They don't know what you're doing is right or wrong. They don't know what you're doing is smart or dumb. you already out here in the world. So it, it's going to make some type of sense to them. Or it could be a sexual groomer. Just like there's men out here preying on these young fucking girls. And you don't even have to be young. You could be fresh out of college, inexperienced with life, green than a motherfucker. Find yourself in an environment that somebody sniff you the fuck out and take you for a whirlwind. It's a lot of dumb motherfuckers 
behind their other half because they don't realize that they were groomed. <laughs> You're green. And your partner knows you green. So they get away with a lot of shit. But you don't know no better. Because you met them very early on. You enter the world and you met them. Boom. So it could be sexually a relationship. You know. It's more easier for these men to find these young girls. But it's women doing this shit too. It's women out here robbing the motherfucking cradle. They want them 21. I thought about it myself. But then again, I got a motherfucking 14 year old. What can you do for me? You still got fucking acne on your back. I'm not interested. But there's women that find comfort. They can find you fresh out. Green to the world. And groom you to exactly how they want a nigga to treat them. You don't know no better. They're older. Probably giving you a little kid money letting you drive that car around nigga you're getting taken advantage of you're green you're being groomed run experience life on your own <laughs> i can only say this because i was fucking groomed but now i have a 14 year old ain't no fucking way a 14 year old should be found attractive to a grown fucking person but the habits that this grown person have, a grown woman ain't gonna motherfucking tolerate. So these niggas go out and find these young girls. Because you lack the support of your parents. So you feel like you grown. So you done put yourself in the big bag real world. And your first batch of friends, true be told, if you grown now and you can relate to what I'm saying, think back on it. <laughs> your first batch of friends from leaving the house to just entering the world, they ain't have shit. I mean, if they did, it was the bare fucking minimal. They may, may not work, might be doing some bullshit, backward ass hustling, you know, horn around, you know what I'm saying? They really didn't have their life for real, for real together. Um, But they support you. So now you in the world, you got some older friends, they kind of guiding you. But over time, nigga, you living life trial and error. <laughs> the reality is that people who grow up without a safety net and they really grow up with the loner mentality because they don't have that luxury of having a dependable person. They got to go through life on trial and error. There is no blueprint for them on what the good choices are, on how to build your credit, how to go to a vocational school if you're unsure of what degree you want if you even want a degree get you a certification start your own business it's just these are not things that are being taught within the household so the possibilities of how big life is and how great you can be was never fed into this person so they're going through life trial and error oh that don't work out fuck I didn't hit rock bottom let me dig myself out of this hole I done fell in because I ain't know no better. And let me try again. So over time, they become hardened more to the world. Because they done been through some shit for real, for real now. Mind you, they had already been suppressing emotions from, like I said, three to now we in our 20s. And you done failed more than a few times. You probably got kids by now because you live in life trial and error. 
So you, of course, you're going to be hardened to society. Of course, you're going to have trust the fuck issues. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't trust my parents. You think I'm going to be trying to, I'm not worried about you. So trust is hard. And you're moving through life the best way you know how. You're just trying to survive. You're trying to not fall so many fucking times until some shit shake. You're trying, you're trying, you're trying. So, you put in these adult fucking situations at a very early age. And you make long-term choices on momentarily situations. But you're really not mature enough to comprehend that at that time. You just feel like you're grown because you know how it is just to make some shit shake by this point. So, you get hardened. You have trust issues. It's really, really hard for a motherfucker to get close to you by this point in life. By the time you get your 30s, I mean, you know, you fuck with people. But you ain't really fucking fucking with people. <laughs> You're not really, like, letting everybody just into your personal space. Because at this point, you really understand what disappointment is. And you actually expect the worst out of people. And they got to earn the benefit of the doubt. So you guard it. You see the guy. It's easy to see the glass half empty to be prepared to be thirsty because the glass already half empty, bitch. So I'm already probably going to be thirsty later on. Then to be excited over some shit and look at it, the glass half full and for whatever reason, it don't work out because you are so used to disappointment and failure by now. So you harden, you negative, you overthink like a motherfucker. Not because. You got ADHD or you're just an avid fucking planner and you just like to be prepared because it's you, yourself, and I. And if plan A don't work, bitch, you got to have a plan B, C, D, and a Z. Because if it don't pop off and you do fail at whatever it is, you know you're going to hit rock bottom. And at this point, you are tired of hitting rock bottom and trying to climb yourself out. So you overthink all the fucking time you will make a choice and then recalculate your choice and then recalculate both situations if it work out and then if it don't work out because you got to be prepared so now you split <laughs> you're walking through life preparing for the worst and the good all the time so you overthinking now you in your head you're not really conversating with motherfuckers and letting nobody in because you already hard and you already been holding in your emotions. But now you in your head more than you are engaging with people. But nobody really understands. You kind of got to do that to make sure you good. Because if you're not good, the whole situation is bad. Because you don't have that luxury of having somebody that fucking rock with you the long way all the time. It established lonely loner mentality. The reality of knowing how much you constantly deal with all the time because you're always overthinking. But you've also failed a few times, so you gotta overthink. And now you're always thinking about what you're overthinking. It's gonna give you anxiety. Cause now you're realizing, fuck. Although I've made it this far in life and I've accomplished this, 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 and this and this. One wrong fucking move, I already know what it's like to have to shake back. So you anxious. It got to work. 
there's no choice it has to work you get into a certain point in life like it has to work every choice that you make has to work so if somebody decides to stop fucking with you you're not really fucked up about that you gotta make sure everything shake at all times you're gonna be hurt yeah you got feelings but at the same day you cannot get sidetracked to what you have to do so yeah some of the negatives that you guarded you probably have more of a negative outlook than a positive outlook on things you overthink you're self-isolated it's easy for you to find solitude in your thoughts of overthinking and anxiety sometimes fucking depression we be depressed People just don't know we depressed because, again, we not out here telling people our business. For what? So you can go run your mouth and then I can be really mad at myself because I already knew what to expect? Nah, I'm good. So now we're walking around hoarding emotions, anxiety, overthinking, months and months of trauma, years of pent-up emotion. Of course, you're entitled to be depressed. Your trust is all the way fucked up. Like, at this, if like you, by the time you hit your late 20s, early 30s, you know some real, you know, some real people that have proved to you at this point that they trustworthy motherfuckers. Y'all have probably, you know, been through some tough situations together and came out on the other side together. So you know what loyalty is and you know what trust is. But out of a protective mechanism, you still not about to put them in your business like that. You still not about to be vulnerable willingly like that. That trust is like something serious. You super nonchalant and probably dismissive to a lot of stuff. A protective mechanism. Defensive mechanism. Or you could actually be the complete fucking opposite. There are some people who have the loner mentality, but it's a popular loner mentality. If they are so tired of being disappointed... When they become adults, they become people pleasers. <laughs> they rather have the illusion that they got a room full of motherfuckers that fuck with them. Whether it's true or not, it don't matter. They have that illusion in their mind. So it gives them some sense of comfort. So they go through life trying to please motherfuckers to keep them around because they feel like if I do this for you, then God forbid, if it happened, you'll do the same for me because I'm looking out for you until some shit happens. <laughs> and then they realize, you know, you can't go into every situation with the expectation that this person going to do me because I did that to them. Motherfuckers don't move like that. Again, people are weird. But I feel like it is, and, and, and you know, like, People who have grown up under these circumstances, everybody life is different. I've just over the years with myself who has the loner mentality and meeting and gravitating towards other like-minded people. Some of the commonalities, this is the lifestyle that we have in common majority of the time. You know, somebody can give you a gift and it'll make you feel awkward as fuck. Like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you don't really know what to do. Like, how do motherfuckers react when you get a gift? You feel uncomfortable as fuck. Thank you. Um, Genuine goodness. And then you're kind of like, okay, now what you gonna want? Mm. Or you will be like, you don't have to do that. Learn to accept the compliment and just accept the fucking gift. Because then it comes at a point to where... You don't, um, 
have to continue to have a loner mentality. But we'll talk about that next week, Wednesday. Yeah, loner mentality part two. We're going to discuss next week. What are the positive aspects of the loner mentality? Because there's some good too. It ain't all bad. It ain't all fucked up. You really get some really good traits that other people don't necessarily have. And they got to go through some fucked up shit in their adulthood to gain these traits. Or they don't. And they go through life naive and being taken advantage of. But we'll talk about that next week. And then we're going to talk about acknowledging your loner mentality. Addressing how you got here. And accepting the fact that if you're, choose, if you're choosing to carry it with you through life. Because you don't have to carry that. And you don't have to put that perception on your children. And you don't have to raise your kids with this sense of 100% independence mentality. You don't have to do that. But we'll talk about that next week. I really appreciate y'all for fucking with the kid. As always, if you're not following me on social media, I am on... Instagram and Snapchat under NVD. That's E N V I I D E E. I'm on Instagram and Twitter for Judge Me Not. That's Judge underscore me, M I I underscore not. I hope this was insightful for you guys. And I look forward to the feedback. Um, I'll fuck with y'all next week. Be blessed. Again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I look forward to your feedback. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Judge Me Not. Again, that's Judge Me Not. Me is M-I-I on Instagram and Twitter. I look forward to interacting with you guys. Peace, love, and blessings. Until next time.